Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Uh, JJ, apply the tape back, says the uh, 40 Winks temper text. Coons definitely said L-O-U-N for Launceston. Well, I didn't mean L-O-U-N. I meant L-A-U-N. Oh, well, well, Mr. I'm a I Good Speller. I we, we should play the tape back. Mr. I'm a Good Speller. Uh, let's get to in. our next guest before we worry about uh, your uh, spelling issues because uh, John Selton's the head brewer from Brick Lane Brewing and he's been good enough to join us on the... Phone, I believe. He is there. Yes, he is there. Uh, John, good afternoon. Hey, guys. How are you? Uh, we're going well. I can only just hear you for uh, for some reason. But uh, we are both going well. We're both uh, just tucking into a uh, One Love Pale Ale as well. And uh, yeah, I'll tell you, it's a nice drop. Uh, good to hear, guys. Yeah, like it's our favourite down here at the brewery. We drink it nonstop as our knockoffs and it's our, um, it's our most popular beer at Brick Lane. Uh, what's happening down at uh, Brick Lane Brewing at the moment? It's uh, that time of year. Of course, the weather's yeah. a bit nicer. People are, are looking for a you know a nice pale ale or, or something of the uh, something uh, similar to get stuck into. Yeah, exactly. To have a nice pale ale in those fifteen minutes of uh, sunshine between the giant storms that we're getting here in Melbourne, um, or to calm their nerves to try and keep up with the weather. No, it's um it, it is our high season at the moment, and the brewery's absolutely flying. So we're um. We're, we're running 24 hours, six days a week, um, keeping up with demand and um, and pumping it out at the moment because it is perfect beer drinking weather in Melbourne. Johnny, I'm, I'm partial to a can over a stubby at the moment. I, I think I've changed uh, my taste in beer over the last couple of years. Why does a beer taste better out of a can than a bottle? Well, I'm glad you reckon it does because I agree with you. Disagree. And, um, yeah, and there's a cup. No, I totally agree with you. So there's um, there's a couple of there's a couple of things behind it. But one is cans are just excellent packages for beer, right? They're they, they're impervious to light. Light's a real enemy of beer. It makes it taste really average. They're impervious to oxygen. Um, believe it or not, you can get a little bit of oxygen through the plastic liner of a crown seal on a bottle. So once it's in a can, it just stays nice forever. But the reason I love them is because they're super practical. You know, you take them to the beach. Um, you can throw them in an esky. They cool down in no time at all. You can crush them up so they um, they look a little less or, um, obvious in your recycling bin at the end of the week. <laughs> you know, um, but I, I'm a big fan of the can, and it's pretty much all we fill here at Brick Lane. We do some some bottles, but um, I think I think a lot of people out in Australia are really switched on to cans now and um, and and are um, uh, showing them as their preference, basically. Uh- Yes. Whilst being more delicious, is yes. it is it more cost effective too to produce a can rather than a bottle? Uh, it's it, it, it's a little bit, but not in the way you'd think, right? So um, logistically, it's a lot easier. The cans are lighter; you can fit more of them in a pallet. You know, there's more beer in a slab of um, cans than there is in a slab of bottles. You know, you're getting, you're getting um, nine litres in a slab of cans versus about eight if you're buying three thirty mil bottles. Mm. So, so it's all those little things around the edge that we like, and they're also really good for the environment, which is a big thing of what we do at, um, or a big att- uh, point that we pay a lot of attention to at Brick Lane. So, um, infinitely recyclable, they can be reused over and over again, really easy to recycle, 
um, and super, super light. So, you know, um, very easy in the supply chain. Hey, John, last time uh, Paul came into the studio, he brought in the uh, the Sunsetter, the alcoholic ginger beer. And I, you know, across my lifetime, ginger beer hasn't been for me. And I thought, oh, geez, I'm going to have to, you know, really just grit the teeth and drink this. But it was absolutely delicious. I'm not just saying it. It was absolutely fantastic. So uh, tell me the Sunsetter's become uh, very popular because it is a nice drop. Yeah, no, thank you very much. That's our little baby, that one as well. It hasn't been around for long, but... Um yeah, we like making it. The, the secret is just good quality ingredients, right? There's, it's not, not playing tricks with flavours or artificial stuff. It's real ginger juice from Queensland, from real ginger. And you just can't replicate that with, um, with fake stuff. You know, it's just good quality ingredients, attention to detail. And, yeah, and we, we love it here. Um, and, yeah, it, it's smashing it, really, in Queensland in particular, but also... Also down here in Victoria, a new product for us, but we're making um, making a mountain of it at the moment. So the, the fruity sort of tropical taste to beer, which has risen to fame over the last six or seven years to the point where everyone thinks that they're a sort of home craft brewer. Uh, in, in terms of experimenting with things like that, what sort of like different ingredients do you throw in your beers to, to get them to have that sort of tropical flavour? Yeah, look, it's a it's it's a wild world out there. There's a lot of people experimenting with lots of different types of raw materials or different ingredients, different fruits and things like this. But, I mean, at Brick Lane, we're sort of a bit more traditional or a bit more purist. So we've got these interesting fruity-flavoured beers, but we like to use the traditional ingredients in beer to get them. So we use special hops or special yeast or special types of malt, and, um, and we just you know, do the process a little different, you know, to try and coax out these, yeah, really special flavours, be they, yeah, tropical fruit or citrus or whatever, rather than sort of resorting to tip, tipping those things in. We, we're, you know, a little bit traditional in the way we do, do things. Uh, the other uh, drink that I'm interested in is a Sidewinder because we know how popular the uh, the zero alcohol or the no alcohol has is, is shot to fame, particularly if you're, you know, if you're, if you're going somewhere, you're driving or, or you just don't want to have, you know, consume alcohol. So the Sidewinder is a, is a drink of yours that's become quite popular as well. Yeah, well, the whole category is just going going nuts. I mean, you would have noticed that low alcohol beer is now available in convenience yes, stores, yeah. it's in service stations, and um, and it's and it's great. You know, we, we love it. I, you know, as, as a brewer, it's a bit of a professional um, occupational hazard, right? Being around alcohol and mm. um, uh, all the time. So, you know, I find myself drinking more and more alcohol-free beer because it's got all the the flavour and the, the sort of the refreshing qualities that you're only getting beer that, you know, so much better than soft drink, like sugary soft drink. And, um, and yeah, it's, um, it, it's great. It just means you can have them on more occasions. We've started cracking them in business meetings now at Brick Lane, which uh, I encourage your, your, um, your listeners to get get into i mean it's a it's a bit unusual in a brewery being able to do that but it it just means you can you can have a beer and still be mentally alert and be sharp um and um and perform your best at the next day and um and still enjoy yourself so yeah we love them now tell me the man who is uh typically one of the regular co-hosts on this show andrew Gase, he doesn't he's never had a beer in his life he's never had any alcohol in his life he, he tells me he had a sidewinder and he reckons he was feeling a little uh, half tipsy. Tell me that couldn't <laughs> possibly be true eh, even for a man. No, <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. It's all just psychosomatic. There's more alcohol in your orange juice you buy from a oh. supermarket than there would be in our um, than we would be in our sidewinder. No, we're, there's, 
There's none at all. Um, but, you know, there's there's all the other stuff that's got beer. So it could be some of those childhood memories coming back or teenage memories coming back. <laughs> or it, but it's, it's, it's also, um, you know, things like the, the hops we use in beer. They naturally relax you. They naturally make you feel good. You know mm. what I mean? They're um, without being intoxicating. So some of these things um, have these um, psychosomatic effects as well, I guess, you know. Right. But, um, yeah, no, no, there's no... Um, <laughs> You'd, you'd drown before you even felt slightly tipsy with Sidewinder. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the, the other end of the spectrum is uh, the rise of IPAs. Uh, they've mm-hmm. definitely got a little bit more chicken on the bone. I do enjoy yeah. the, the hazy IPA at, at 6.7. That's not for the faint-hearted, but the, the, the rise in popularity in the IPA is unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Look, it's been that way in the States for a number of years now, and it's still going that way in Australia, and I mean, IPA has been a thing for a very long time, but it, it's really interesting what's happening now in Australia with these softer, um, lower bitterness, super, super tropical IPAs, particularly hazy IPAs or New England style IPAs. They're, they're just like they're, they're beer, but not as you know it, right? They're cloudy. Um, they're bursting the tropical hop flavor. They're refreshing, but they're not, you know, they don't strip the enamel off your teeth. You know, they're soft. They're not overly bitter. Um, so they're a, they're a really um, they're a really nice cup of beer as well. But yeah, it couldn't be further away from Sidewinder. Yeah, exactly <laughs> right. Stronger. And uh, with good reason too. Um, so <laughs> with your experimentation and you trying to come up with different blends, uh, how often do you come up with a new beer? Um, and what's the percentage your strike rate to successful ones? To well, let's tip that one down the sink and start again. <laughs> It's got better over the years. I remember when I first started, you know, uh, 15 or so years ago in my uh, in my uh, kitchen sink, it was certainly a, a higher miss rate than a, <laughs> than a than a success rate. But yeah, we're constantly doing new things. We're constantly doing new product development. Um, this year, we put in a small little research brewery out at Dandenong South. So we've got our big brewery where we make you know close to 20 million liters a year, and we put in a little baby one where we can experiment and innovate and do new products. And just make 500 litres at a time. And, um, and you know, the guys love running that. You know, all the brewers love their, their, their chance to jump on that and to experiment, to express their creativity, try new raw ingredients. And, um, uh, you know, it gives us a chance to try them all internally, really polish them and get, in, get them tasting, you know, absolutely banging and on point before we before we take them to market or before we think about launching them. Well, they're bloody delicious. They are. We love it, John. Uh, we appreciate... Uh, you giving us some of your time. Brick Lane Brewing, the best in the business. So uh, thanks for jumping on the line. Thanks for uh, uh, delivering these beautiful uh, One Love Pale Ales as well. And uh, we'll speak to you again soon. Yeah, I wish I was in the studio sharing one with you. So see you next time, guys. Thanks very much. Will do. There's John Selton, the head brewer from Brick Lane Brewing. And I'll tell you what, uh, Adam Kearney, yes. it's a nice drop. It's a nice drop. Delicious. You'll have to get your lips around a hazy IPA. Mm, well, well, I went down and uh, Andy and I did a show from uh, Brick Lane uh, Brewing down in sort of in the Dandenong the Dandy region. Area. And uh, yeah, we sort of were able to sneak home with a, with a uh, little half does. Ooh, nice. Mm. That'll get you started. Pay, pays to... Uh, <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Pays to uh, pays to get out and see the people, uh, Adam. Not just be uh, at home doing the radio show. From you know your, me, Josh. From I'm your a basement. man of the people. Yeah, that's what they say uh, about uh, you. Uh, just so we, we, I want to jump back to. So we spoke about Isaac Rankin before. Just very, very quickly. Very quick. When it comes to a player's salary, right? We criticise Rankin's getting a million. He should be doing this. He should be doing that. 
We should remember, now you and I are a bit defensive because we played and we sort of stick up for the players. Mm. Just remember, the player did not offer themselves the money. <laughs> and now if your expectation is for hours at ranking to say, you know what, I'm maybe only worth about 550 how about I just play for that? Then that's nonsensical as well. Would you go to your boss and say, look, I'm worth 20 grand less. Why don't you pay me that? We should remember that. That's what the boss says to me. We should, we should remember that. Yes. Criticise the club. Yep. For the for the salary, you not can't the player. Criticise the player for accepting the deal that's put in front of them. That's right. But then the onus is on the player then to. It perform. adds pressure. It adds that's pressure, right. and and with big money comes big expectation. Indeed. And he would know that. And, mm. and he's not alone. Adelaide is not the place where you don't want to perform with big money and big expectation. He's not alone in uh, that space. John Selton, our guest from Brick Lane.